whoever is possibly listening, the very first episode of the Average Nuffy podcast. Joining me are two of my very good mates, Alex Christopoulos, much better known as Christy and Judah Dundon. I want to come to you first, Christy. Now, I've known you since we were 12 years old and we went to school together. Um, But can you provide some context on how we got to meet Jude's? Yeah, uh, well, thanks for that intro, Charlie. Um, Like, as you pointed out just then, yeah, I've known you since I was 12. Um, went through all of high school together. Now we've we made the jump to university together. Um, funnily enough, you and I went to uni first day there. Had no clue about anything. knew no knew nobody. Chicks there were too pretty for us. Good at the front. Did our job work. Funnily enough, in one of those first ever classes, a Wednesday, twelve o'clock, Dr. Liam Johnson. I believe on. Soon, we had two blokes sitting to us. Did an icebreaker with them, sort of chatted a little bit, just the casuals. Hey, how you going? Your name? Ah, oh, see, all right. You're from Werribee, no worries. After talking, started talking sport. We started talking sport. And it's just sort of like how two puzzles just clicked together, and it's just it was complete art. We fell in love with each other found out more about each other and had so many interests and all of a sudden I've spent some of the greatest moments with Judy here, same with you, Charlie, and the experiences we've had at university is just unbelievable, really. I think you've uh, you've introduced the great man very well there. We'll go to him now. Judah, I'll, I'll ask you a very simple question. What what is a what does a Sunday look like for you? Assuming you've had all your commitments throughout the week, what does a what does a relaxed Sunday look like for you? Jeez, boys. Well, uh, typical Sunday for me. Probably had a few sherbets on the Saturday night, so <laughs> probably a little bit of a sleep in, maybe ten to ten thirty. Yep. Now, look, if it's during footy season, me and Christy love the Sunday footy show. Probably tune into that. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, baby. And then, yeah, pretty much what's the footy from then? You know, as we all know, we're all nuffies in this uh, in this uh, podcast, so we love to watch the footy. Um, and, yeah, probably a little bit of uni work on a Sunday night, maybe, if that, yeah. that can fit itself in. Um, yeah, but that's about it for me, mate. 8 a.m. lecture on a Monday, too. It sounds about right. That's, that's exactly right, mate. Yeah. So, um, so if whoever's listening, we've got a couple good segment ideas that we'll be doing th- throughout the podcast. We'll start with this very first segment. Now I've asked the boys to go and research the funniest or weirdest possible article they could find on the internet. So boys, has anyone got something remotely, remotely funny or good that they want to share with us? Um, I'll what go first, got? Charlie. Yeah, go on. Um, what have you got for us, oh. Christy? I did do a bit of research in my spare time. Not like there's much of it during these days, but um, I found something quite interesting. I think the loss of our jobs and job security is rather important at the moment, but one person's having a real issue at the moment. It's a cow. <laughs> um, basically, the title reads, cow lo- cow lose their- cows lose their job as milk prices drop. <laughs> now, look, that's not... It's not always an issue for everybody, but at the end of the day, if you can't supply the milk, you can't supply for your family. Now, these cows are having a tough time. I get that. Work together. Get your A2 milk, support your local farmers, and get these cows their jobs back. That's all I, can, that's all I found this week. 
yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. Fair enough. Like, fair enough. Dad, Jude's. Now, boys, I I did share this with you a couple of weeks ago, actually. I don't know, don't know how funny it is, but it's absolutely outrageous. Shane Crawford comes out to us, comes out to the Boy. footy community, and puts Christian Petrarca as his top midfielder of the of the competition so far. Now, it's not funny, but that, gee, that's that's outrageous. Yeah, that 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 is outrageous to me too. We'll definitely touch on uh, touch on that later in the the footy section of this. Now I'll come into it now, and I know we did this trend the other day, and I'm assuming maybe some listeners would have done it too. There's this thing going on the uh, internet where basically you type in you type into Google Florida man, and then it follows with your date of birth. And apparently there's just ridiculous articles that follow for every single date, for every single day of the year. So I've done it for my birthday. I know you boys have too. But since it's the 6th of August today, I thought I'd type it into my, uh, into my phone. And this is what it comes up with. So I've typed in Florida man, 6th of August. We've got drunk Florida man goes on beer run with Gator. <laughs> Gator. <laughs> Gator. Gator's bitches. <laughs> so I, I don't know how that's humanly possible. Um, he's gone on a beer run with Gator. How do you reckon a Gator would, would respond to a bit of alcohol in the system? <laughs> a bit like Chris. What's it called in your brain? Your medulla oblongata. That's how you say <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, we've learned that in uh, definitely in anatomy class. First year. Definitely. He's gone on two trips. That's definitely... Definitely not one, Charlie. I did when I looked at mine. I recall mine saying, "And barbecue sex offenders." Um, definitely interesting. Oh, Florida's got a few, few unusual um, beings over there. Put it nicely. Yeah, yeah I think sure. they're quite But yeah, so if anyone, for anyone listening, go do that after you've listened to this. Go type in Florida man, and then the uh, the date of your birthday, and you'll come up with something pretty funny afterwards but um on on the topic of florida that's in that's in the states and uh judah i know you recently went on a holiday to to the united states where where exactly did you go again yeah so went with the brother mate um yeah finished his uh university course so we uh went over to celebrate a little bit um started in um the lovely san francisco um headed down to la um Went to Vegas for a little bit as well. Um, and then we went to uh, mm-hmm. Miami, which is in Florida, as you said. Um, yeah. see beautiful weather out there. It's pretty much the Gold Coast of the USA. Um, as you mm-hmm. know, the, the NBA is being played in uh, Florida at the moment. So, yeah, great weather. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. And then, yeah, went and did a bit in New York and all that sort of stuff as well. And, yeah, it was based yeah. around sport, which, as you know, we're all nuffies. So, it's a full yeah. job, mate. Yeah, yeah. What what were your three give us three best moments or best experiences that you had while you were there? Gee, I went to Levi Stadium that was in San Francisco. Yeah. Um yeah. absolutely unbelievable experience, pretty much like an AFL final. If mm-hmm. you can imagine that, but it's yeah, week three of their season, which was unbelievable. Um me and the me and the brother partied pretty hard in uh, Vegas, so that's probably number two. And mm-hmm. Number three, probably seeing snow in New York, man. That was unbelievable. Yeah, seeing snow. Is uh, is partying in Vegas a must? Is that it's is a that, that definitely? It's a yeah, must. Should that be on everyone's? 
to-do list. Yeah, but as you know, mate, what happens there stays. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. You won't be getting asked questions about that. All right, we'll move into uh, the next segment of the podcast. Now, we obviously, like you've said numerous times, are nuffies, and we are like that with our sport. <coughs> big, uh, big, what, 17 days of footy it's been so far? It's been nine. Been nine, sorry. Right. I, know, I know we're lo- yeah, I know we're lined That's up. That's a nasty moment over there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. First one of the podcast. Not even been following how many days have been going for consecutively, but a lot to talk about. I'll start with this claim, right? I want to bring up the Adelaide Football Club with you boys. Yeah. Now, are they getting a win this year? Are the Adelaide Crows going to get a win this year? I can't say it, Chaz. I can't say it, mate, to be honest. Um, the worst team since the 11 Suns, I would have thought. Um, oh, boy. And Matthew Nix, 0-10. 0-10. Yes, yes. To the AFL. Yeah. I um I did see a statistic too. I think I was scrolling Instagram the other day. And I think only four coaches or four instances there have been of teams going 0-9. I think 0-10 yep. is maybe unheard of. 0-10 uh, has never been done before. Yeah. So. Uh, Christy, tell me. Does it need to be a change yeah. of leadership of the Crows? Where does Tex Walker stand in all this? Well, I think I'm a, I'm a big Port Adelaide fan, so I don't really like Adelaide, but I have been watching. Firstly, Tex has got to retire. Getting old, he doesn't have the spring in his step. And if you're a forward, you can't be a captain. It's just, it doesn't work. You need someone in the midfield, someone that can push up the ground. He, can't, he doesn't do it as much. Getting old. Yeah. Rashudo's got to go. I know he's a club legend. No good for the culture at the moment. Nix has got to go, but when we look back at that 2017 camp, inside 30 is absolute nightmare. Once all the crazy articles, use to each other, use of partners, getting naked and torturing each other, playing the Richmond song, the list goes on. So no good. I don't want to blame I don't want to blame Nix himself. But it has to be drastic change. Get rid of Tex. Unfortunately, he's done his days. Does he have left? I don't know. Maybe get Crouch as captain. I don't know. It's mm. it's not good for footy. I don't like looking at it. But we've got to do something about it. On on the Crouch brothers as well, they're usually known as pretty good and reliable players. But I even saw him getting criticised the other day for... um deliberately trying to get his touches up. I don't know. Did, yeah, he, did he's you a boys come across that? He's a shocker, mate. Like, he'll, he'll kick at 15, get it back. He Fuck, he's, he's, all the stats he gets just aren't done yeah. enough. He's, uh, he's got himself as super coach captain for the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah, right. so that, that, that's not good when you're getting accused of that. And then, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. You've got superstars like Rory Sloan in there. And, yeah. you know, the team's performing like that. It just, yeah. Um, I think Tex is a bit past it too. Yeah. So that's. I just um, look at Tex and I just see he's slow, he's old. Yeah. I don't know what to do with him. I mean, you can't. I don't know how long he's left on his contract, but it has to be a shift. I think he's late minds. His contract finishes the end of next year, so I don't reckon he'll. I reckon he'll just retire, mate. To be honest. But I don't see any other team picking him up. But yeah, no, we'll I, see how we go. Heard him on. Um, good at Adelaide. Heard him on Triple M the other day. He sounded pretty deflated, honestly, talking about the situation and all that. He was trying to keep positive, but 
sounded pretty deflated. I just don't know where you go from there. A little bit of me feel sorry for them. Like they go into 2017 like raging favourites, and they have not been anywhere near that team since. So yeah, it's just all been downhill since then. Mm. Hopefully they can get at least one win for the season. That's uh that's at the bottom of the table, boys. Um, up at the top, who's the team to beat? Well, do we really need oh. that, Chaz? Is it the Lions? It's got to be the Saints, second. Oh, the Saints, okay. The Saints, second. Yes, they have hit a, a purple patch. And as we're, as we're recording this, they've just uh, just scraped past the Suns in a bit of a thriller. Absolute thriller, mate. Yeah, no, that was good. I don't think it went past... Uh, it was less than 10 points at every change, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. Ended up being four points. Um, mm. I think we go second for the first time since 2011, which is pretty good for a Saints fan. Mm. Um, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, Christy, I, I was expecting a bit of uh, maybe Port getting chucked into the mix there. I know we've mentioned the Lions, the Saints. Does Port get into that into that uh, debate? I've had I've had a thing, and there's only two ways Port gets into it. Harley Dixon stays healthy, best forward in the comp at the moment, and we keep Ollie Wines getting that contested ball. You get Rockliffe in there as well. That midfield has to stay strong. You can't yeah. keep up with. Brisbane, but the main thing is, and I know it's far fetched, but West Coast look good. Yeah, I'm starting West to get Coast a bit good, scared. Yeah. West Coast do especially look good. that that granny stays in West Coast in Perth, off the stadium, it's to be Oval. <laughs> but we're in a bit of trouble. Patterson Stadium. <laughs> Cox is come out of nowhere, out of retirement, and get that. Cox out of retirement. No worries. No worries. <laughs> he was in. Uh... He was in the box tonight. I don't yeah. know if was Longmire on the ground or was Longmire yeah, he, even coaching? He went down with about two minutes or three minutes to go. Yeah, right. And Cox is normally his right hand man in the box, so I think yeah. he took, took control up there. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, Charlie? I know you're a big Collingwood fan, and I know there's a lot of injuries, but yeah, hey, the next well, three years, if there's a three-year plan, what do you expect out of Collingwood? Well. Like it's a bit like it changes from week to week, it changes from month to month with Collingwood. Like you asked me this question two months ago, even like after when you beat St Kilda. Yeah, when we beat St Kilda, that was some of the best footy I'd seen us play in a long time. It was just pretty pretty classic performance for us, considering the quality we've got. But since then, you've had numerous injuries, you've had off-field issues. I think they're manageable, but you mix that with the injuries we've gotten and um, it just really hurts. You know, Pendlebury's been out for the last three weeks. He's out for another, I think. Um, Dugowie with that 10-week injury plus what's going on off-field with him. Um, like, you're taking a lot of our senior and superstar players out of the equation for a lot of the season. And, um, and yeah, you, you sort of look on the pitch and you think, well, look, we, made, we had three debutants last week um, and... A lot of the rest of the players are just, yeah, like really young, good, up and coming. You know, I've not mentioned Jeremy Howe. Like, I know Jude, you're a big admirer of Jeremy Howe, so am I. Like, he's, he's yeah. just awesome off halfback. I think, yeah, when he went down, I think people underestimated how much of an impact it would have. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. And, like, he was, like, literally, yeah. he was at the so, peak. Who's side of in? I've got, in terms of, so I've looked at, you've got your Pendlebury's, you've got your side bottoms. They're getting, they're not getting younger, so they're going to, you got Adams, you got Moore, you got Howe. 
So you're, Once you're Pendlebury goes, you're putting the heat on each uh, on Charlie here, Alex. I just want to know about Collingwood. Really, I, I'm actually I'm deeply concerned for the next couple of years. I mean, Look, don't get me wrong. The West Coast, they've given away well, you have for beams. Yeah. Fact is, you don't have a big forward. He's not going to do it every single week. He's a superstar, but you need somebody who's consistent. My check and Hoskin Elliott, they're just a bit on the skinny side. And you, I'd, I'd like to see a bit more weight in that forward line. Yeah, I just don't see in the next three years, Penderbury side bomb is going to be gone. Yeah. Who's that big forward to take that leap? And do you keep Darcy Moore and uh, Jeremy Howe? Charlie, if you didn't hear any of that, he's pretty much said that your team's no good and they've got no future. So, I'm feeling, listen, listen, I'm feeling the pressure. I, I'd be really disappointed if Collingwood were to, were, were to go into a transition phase for the next two, three seasons. I'd be really disappointed because, like you said, your Pendlebury's on your side, but I'm not getting any older. But I don't know. I'd, like, I still can't leave the fact that if we've got our full-strength team, everyone's fit. Like... Not much is different from that 2018 team. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, honestly. But, of course, that's a world of sport. It happens in every sport. Very, very rarely you're allowed the luxuries of having everyone available and look how much it's earning us at the moment. Yeah. Not to mention we don't get to play on the G every week, but then, you know, teams like Richmond could make that argument and I would want to hear that from them. So, yeah, yeah look, uh, we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. Look, again, tonight, look how many injuries. Uh, Trelaw went down. Uh, Hoskinelli went down. Quainor with with the leg injury. Like it's like what else do you want to throw at us? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who who we've got next week, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty nervous to say the least. Adelaide actually, Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> get, get the tick. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be classic us to give him a win, could it? <laughs> oh, see, Maddie Nix. Do Nix zero ten. Buddy. Mayor of the week. Oh, that that would be. I just don't. Well, I think Kane Corns put it. Um, Kane Corns quite controversial. He did point it. What's this? What's this? Kane Corns. He's um. He's called out Adelaide, the Durant Tens team. I mean, it's quite interesting. I mean, Nick's is trying to put him in positions at half time, but what's to do with Adelaide? But you know what, Charlie. Didn't like your goal kicking accuracy this week. And my nothing for the week is it's Collingwood next week on a Thursday night, prime time. <laughs> that will be my call. Take the odds. You're telling me out yet, but I can tell you what they will be. Oh boy. So you're telling me the crows are gonna get up against us. Calling it right now, book it in. Cheers. All right. I'll tell you who's. I'll tell you who I think Snuffy of the week. Any idiot that believes the grand final should be played anywhere else apart from the MCG. Oh come on. I'll go. Can I go first, please? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, Jude's Fucking fire away. All right, Charlie. Firstly, it's been played outside the G before, mate. I understand that. I know twice. Yeah, correct. Twice. One when it was going renovations, and one around oh. World War Two. Was it? Yeah. The state of Queensland is the reason this AFL season still goes. They deserve mm-hmm. to have the they deserve to have the grand final without without a shadow of a doubt. And that you can't so play the grand final in an empty MCG. That is ludicrous. Can you not though? You can't. I'm sorry, but you can't. You can't. 
That would be now, disgraceful to see. I've used the example before of the UFC. I've brought it up to you boys. We've had some massive pay-per-view fights. Now, it's it's not like those fights that have been... Like, the fights that have been happening for the past three, four months, it's not like their significance has been any lower. Like, there's been title fights. That's as big as it gets, for example, in the fight industry. The grand final of the AFL, it's, it's the biggest game in the season. Simple as. It's, it's the holy grail. But I don't understand why for one year, like, we'd... We'd have to break tradition. We'd have to break the culture of the game. But Charlie, just this, because this year is a year like no other. So we've got to, we've just got to, we've got to buy into that. We've got to try things. Look what we've tried with the the frenzy of footy. How, how good's it, how good's it been? Like I reckon they play it at the Gabba. They play it at night. See how it goes. Saints are going to win it, so we'll see. See how we go. Saints at the Gabba. But Charlie, I also think you answered your own question there. You mentioned the UFC. And you mentioned how there's title fights and nothing's really gone away from them. Like when you think about a big title fight, think Madison Square Garden, think Vegas, MGM Grand. And if you can have the fights in a small island with Dana White brought Joe Rogan there, surely you would play grand final somewhere else at the MCG. You've got 60,000 bullying and screaming. Silent. I mean, we all watched the first round. Mixed reviews, but at the end of the day, the fans is what makes an AFL game. The fans is what brings makes an AFL grand final. And I think that's the most important thing in this time where we're so isolated. I do think bringing us all together is the best thing possible. Yeah, no, look, I see where you boys are coming from. You know, I understand that you want that, that crowd atmosphere. Um, I don't know. Just I guess it just doesn't bother me so much that would sacrifice one season, one grand final for, for the sake of keeping the history of the game. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of a sentimental thing. Um, yeah, look. Well, like you just said, it's been played away before. So that 150 years is already gone through to a lot of grannies. So got to change it somehow. Do you think it's going to happen? What are the odds out yeah. of 10? 100%. I think it's Considering the situation here at the moment. 100% will not be in Melbourne. Mm. Unfortunately, Melbourne at um, World War Z at the moment. Yeah. Turning to zombies soon enough. Yeah, and, and touching on to that, how, how do we feel about the big man Daniel Andrews and the way he's running things here? Obviously, we're in stage four lockdown at the moment. We've just started what? We've been in it for three, four days. What do we think um, about it, boys? Is it too long? What do you think about these six weeks? Getting political episode one, this could be... Uh... It's going to go one of two ways. Yeah. And look, it, it'd be pretty interesting, I'd, I'd think, because I don't think the three of us are very highly political blokes, but we've still got an opinion. What, what um, do you boys well, think? Well, firstly, I've always said this to myself. I have to talk religion or politics with another person. But, case of this argument, firstly, I do feel sorry for Dan Andrews. I mean, we just went through the bushfires, and all of a sudden he's got worldwide corona. I think he's made some good decisions. The worst decision he made is the horrid hotel quarantine. That was a complete shambles. No one disagrees with that. I mean, first isolation did so well. We just had to stick to that. All of a sudden, that hotel quarantine, people going out to Bunnings, doing this, going to Chadston, doing this and that. 
and of course, as controversial it is, the the protest the protests did have a factor in it. Can't deny that. At the end of the day, all these factors add up. Who do we hold? Yes, we can only hold him responsible, but we've got to be accountable as well. I mean, it's just a number of things. You look at every other state as zero, besides New South Wales. Every other state's got zero, and we're here with 700. So you can't put all the blame on him when we're just as involved. And look, I'm all right, but there's plenty of people out there who's suffering, and I just think we just got to work together and we'll get through it. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I saw I saw that picture. I think it was yesterday of um, all those big security cameras around Melbourne on like the big freeways, and they were all empty. And it followed a caption saying "Thank you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Dan Andrews. So, um, yeah, that was not know how I felt about that, but yeah, obviously good to see everyone um, listening. Um, but like, like shit, like if you were to put yourself in Dan Andrews' position, like I don't know. Yeah, like I'm, a, I'm a bit on the fence with it, boys. To be honest, like. I mean, like yeah, maybe, maybe maybe he's made the call too late. He probably has, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but there's like, no, there's no textbook for how to, you know, yeah. how to fix a pandemic. Like. Yeah. Correct. Correct. <laughs> exactly right. But well, um, and um. Charlie, sorry about that. No, I was gonna say yeah, exactly right. I don't think anyone's really mentioned that. It's uh, it's easy to jump on, jump on the bandwagon of you know. Fuck Daniel Andrews, but yeah, it's it's uh, you got to have a bit of empathy, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Well, I know the countries who did um, survive with the coronavirus who did really well, very quickly. Is one of them was Hong Kong and a few other Asian countries. Oh, you can't really keep it. But they also had the SARS virus back in 2004, so they've been prepared to understand what a virus like this is capable of. They've got um, Singapore did really well, um, but they've, they've become prepared because they've had it before. And I think that's our main issue. We were, we were unaware of what to do. And now all of a sudden... I think the big one, boys, is New Zealand. Like, they went with like, the restrictions we've got now. They went with them from day one. And then pretty much within the six weeks, they had eradicated it completely. So, like, you, mm. think, about, you think about it, we've been... We've been slogging this out for what four months. Yeah. Imagine, imagine six weeks and it was done. Like you, you'd be looking at every other country, like thinking, like, how the hell are we yeah. doing this sort of thing? But yeah, we we keep going backwards when really we're expecting to go forwards. But yeah, we'll, we'll see, mate. Like everything will be all right. If we follow, yeah, we're just unable to trace it now. So lockdown that should help us. We've gone backwards. Of the economy is going to suffer, but yeah, I think stay at home, do what you can. Everybody out there, hope you're well. Reach out to your friends and family, and yeah, we'll get through it. What uh, what kind of mask have we all got? I went to. I've gone the office works black bane type setup. Yeah. Um, can't really breathe in it, but you know. Yeah. I like. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I've Probably, just got. Um, yeah. Yeah, go on, Chrissy. I was going to say, I've just got the old um, Harpenter's mask, the big old, and it looks like a bloke from, what was it? Wide, can't breathe in a bit. Nothing goes in, nothing comes out. <laughs> Guaranteed full protection. Yeah, I've got the, um, 
I've just got the pretty regular surgical one. Yeah. I was wearing it on, on the way to, to work earlier this week and yeah, it was getting very moist. Very couldn't moist. breathe. Yeah. Yeah, and it was getting yeah. moist, just like yeah, it wasn't wasn't nice. Very eager to take it off. Extremely moist. Yeah. Well I've got a moustache <laughs> at the moment, so I think the real for me is I can't not sure what the mo's doing. And, that and, gets and, real sweaty. I can imagine. And and listen to this. Right? I, I I heard this on the radio the other day, and uh, it did actually cross my mind too. Right? Because as I'm as I'm as I'm walking to work, I'm walking past all these people with masks. Right? Now, I don't know if you boys have noticed, but how do you feel about not being able to gauge an emotion on anyone that you're walking past? Yeah, Only yeah. being able to see their eyes. How weird is that, eh? Yeah, I've thought that a couple of times. Like, I've gone to get like walked to get a coffee, and like yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, you know, thanks, mate." Like, and you smile, yeah, and you've like, smiled, <laughs> but like they think you just death stared them. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's just it's mad. Yeah. Exactly right, Christy. Have you had a, have you had an instance with this or not? Really, I, I've just stayed inside. I I play, yeah. I go on the golf course, and that's it. But mm. Definitely, um. I definitely have to say my words three or four times because I'm always muffled. Yeah. It's, it's no. just fifth stare downs, Mexican standoffs. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, I've definitely had that though where I've smiled and then I've kept walking past and I've realised, well, that person's not actually realised that I've smiled. Yeah. Um, and like, like even just my neighbour, just saying hey to my neighbour. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if she felt that, like that was all. But use your eyebrows. It's all in the eyebrows now. The bit of the uh, the old rock. Yeah. You've got yeah. to emphasize the eyes now. So we'll, we'll work yeah. on this. We'll work on it. Yeah. Well, they do say eye communication is very, very key, and actually says a lot, don't they? Oh, do they? But that's mm. yeah. I think that's more in the world of dating. I think we'll save that for another episode. Well, we might. We might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll save that. Like, yeah. In my that's... episode right now, then. Touchy subject. Yeah, touchy subject. All right. Um, no, it's good. I, I, I enjoy chatting about what's going on at the moment. Obviously, it's on everyone's minds. Um, we'll move on to the to the next topic. We have already been debating a fair bit, but I thought this type of segment will be just a, a controversial debate slash topic. Um, would anyone like to volunteer for this first episode? I know I've got something that's quite an interesting debate, but I'm... I'd love to hear you, boys. Has anyone got anything no, 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 that they Charlie, think would be discussion? It's all you. As the host, hey, You're the host. lead the way. This is your show. Okay. All right. All right. It, 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 I didn't really give this much thought. I just thought it just came to my mind, really, um, prior to us recording this. Now, you know when you ask people what you want to be when you're older, and this is a question that's asked from a very young age, you know, from school, yep. and, like when you're at school, and even when you're out of school, when you're at uni, and uh, and people reply with, I just want to be happy or I just, you know, I yeah. just want happiness or whatever. I still, to this day, and I don't think I'll ever comprehend it, how that can possibly be an answer and how people come out with, like, I just want to be happy. I find I find it to be a really bizarre response and I don't find it to make much sense. I'll explain why. <laughs> Being, I know you a bit of a weird topic, eh, boys, for episode one, but that's what we're all yeah, it's about. It's gone heavy. It's gone heavy early. Yeah, heavy, but... but when people say, when people say, like, I want to be happy, like, happiness is a feeling. Are, are you with me, boys? Happiness is a feeling, right? It's temporary. Like, you, you can't, you, you can't be, you can't be happy twenty four hours, twenty four hours of the day, seven days a week. 
right? It's a feeling, just like the way like anger is a feeling, frustration is a feeling. Like, so I don't know why it's it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine when you ask people what they want to be, and they just go, "Yeah, I just want to be happy." Well, no, you can't be happy. That's a feeling. You can't be a feeling for the rest of your life. I believe you can. It's Alex's. I mean, I think when people say that, I think they come from a place of sadness in their life, not whether it's their family life and their social life, not to experience a time where they, where they see other people's happiness, they feel sad on the inside, they can't share what they want to feel. I guess they want to move on to the future where they don't have to feel sad and feel depressed. They can they come into the world beaming, looking for that love of their life, looking to be happy, have kids, have a multi nice to do this and that. So I guess so you're telling me, so, so, so just, just to understand that, you're telling me that that's the hidden message when people turn around and say, oh, I want to be happy. It's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe. I mean, I think, yeah, or really like, you look at... um, it's just too vague. It's too vague for me. I'm sorry, Christy, it's too vague. It's fine, Bill. I mean, we, we're having a chat now, but if you look at Robin Williams, he's meant to be a comedian. He's meant to shed life on everybody. Mm. Yeah, the bloke was suffering on the inside. So, at the end of the day, if you he, he was younger, when he want to say he wants to be happy in his life, I mean, he's one of the greatest comedians. He made everybody smile, and unfortunately, he took his own life due to the sadness he had inside. So, I think I don't think it's a bad answer really to have internal happiness, which is a thing. It can be done. It's hard, but it can be done. Jutes, what do you, what do you reckon? Oh, you've st- you've stumped me here, Chaz. I reckon a little bit. Um, yeah, well, I've, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's not something you'd given much thought before, but I've I think I think if you were to say that, you'd probably say it. You know, thinking that the job that you do, if it gives you happiness and you're happy, that's what, that's all I'd say. Well, 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 I think you can be, I think it's, it's, it's the use of, like, it's the wrong word to use. I think you can be content and satisfied. I think they're two better words. <laughs> but, like, I, I'll just say that way. I think you can be content and satisfied. All right, Chrissy, so let's go. So you've got a big topic for us as well. Do you want to give it to us right now? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so... I said I'm a big music fan. I know Judah is, and I know you are as well, Chaz. And um, my question to you boys is: rock music officially dead? Mm-hmm. Um, now, like I said, I believe, I believe it somewhat is. I think when you do hear it these days, it's integrated with uh, other genres, and it's just c- sort of comes in snippets. But like, do you see anything like ACDC anymore, Jude? Do you see anything like that? Oh, boys, you know me. I'll, yeah, I'm more of a doofer sort of thing. So, yeah, is rock dead? Is rock music dead? Yeah, it is. So, it's about all oh, it's like, yeah, that's what I think anyway. Like, you wouldn't say yeah, I just, Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see. No, you can go on, Chaz. I do a lot of was, talking. Yeah, no, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I was just going to say, it, it, I doesn't seem to be the future going forward either, does it? No. No, well, not really. It's more of the um, 
EDM mixed with a bit of pop and a bit of mumble rap. I mean, I do love my hip hop. I do like. I'm a big fan. I'm not sure about you boys, but you lie on that hip hop radar. If you're you're down with it, as they say. But what do you boys reckon of this mumble rap? Judge. That was integrated into hip hop. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's good for the music industry itself, or can you elaborate? It's just a phase. Can you elaborate? On what you mean? Because I've got no idea. In terms of like, well, I'm, due to obviously, I'm, I don't, I don't picture you as a bloke that listens to much rap, but no, you go from you go from blokes from like Park, P Smalls, you look at your Nas, and you go further on to the two thousands, and you see these blokes like Little Wayne. Um, some other blokes I can't even remember the names. I don't know much, but now you look at Little Pump, um, six nine. These these blokes don't really speak; they just sort of mumble. Yeah. To be fair, I do like six nine. I think he's hilarious, but that's another story. But yeah, I just think like music as a whole. Um, I just think we're going into a different world that I don't particularly like. I mean, I do like my golden oldies. I'm a big fan. I feel like we're going down a road that we can't stop, and it's not good. There's a cliff. We've got a one-way ticket. Christy, don't be sad because it's over, mate. Be happy that it happened. All right. I think that's a, quite a good philosophy. Enough. I'm going to try so, and live by. Quote of the I just episode. don't know where we can go with music. I really don't know, Charlie. Oh, I think. I think it's definitely not in the direction of rock. Um, and that's just due to, like, I don't know, just music evolves, doesn't it? Obviously, before rock, there was something else. After rock, there'll be something else. And there'll be something after what we're listening to now. I'm not particularly a fan of rap, I'll be honest. But, boys, as we, as we, we all know, like, evolution's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Inside joke, I don't expect any of the viewers to get that, but we'll enjoy that ourselves. Very good from you, Judes. You must know um, wrestling, so that's a big topic that we could get into very quickly. But I think we'll yeah. save that for another time. So that's for exclusive uh, wrestling fan viewers. <laughs> Nuffies, of course. Yeah, Nuffies, as this is the average Nuffy podcast. And you know what, on that note, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up today for episode one. I think it's been uh, pretty eventful, honestly. I'll be honest, I don't know how you boys felt going into this, but I'd, obviously I was prepared, but I didn't really have uh, a very strong idea of how it was going to go, but I, I've enjoyed it. I think we've talked about some some interesting things, and I'll tell you what, I look forward to uh, episode two, three, four, and all the ones after that. Good I think you put that really well, Charlie. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so... Christy, do you want to tell the viewers where they can find us? We're, like, you know, we're going to be expanding to some social media, so where, where can they find us going forward? So if you are listening, some of you do know from our personal social medias, you can find us on the, uh, the underscore average nuffy on Instagram um, where you can look at upcoming podcasts and videos and stuff we'll take. Feel free to send us in any ideas for us. Um, send some photos of yourself as being absolute nuffies. Um, yeah, like Charlie put it, we are new to this. Um, just finding our ways in this podcast world during lockdown. Just try and show us some love. Charlie will, and us will um, put this on YouTube, I think. Is that correct? 
yeah, and other on YouTube, podcast yeah. platforms that we'll sure. let you know in the future. And yeah, um, Judah, is there anywhere on social media where the viewers can find you? Find me? Yeah, I'll be on Instagram, mate. But yeah, I reckon check out our Instagram account. Um, obviously YouTube and yeah, just have a bit of fun. Yep. What better to do, eh, in, uh, in lockdown and just have a chat with your mates? That's exactly. the reason why we've started this. Yeah. I just want to say a big thank you to you, Charlie. Um, making podcasts is not easy. Not everybody can do it. And um, yeah, I think it's a great idea for us to have a chat with mates to bond. And I really hope others can listen and support us. And thanks to you, mate. And um, I think you're doing a great job for us. Nah, honestly, boys. Wouldn't be anything with uh, without you two with me, but yeah, honestly, it's just uh, whether there's zero viewers after this or there's the ten, I, I still really enjoyed it. And like I said, look forward to episode two, boys. So well done and enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, All right. thank you guys. Enjoy, right. boys. See Catch you soon. You boys.